Hey listener, welcome to the 14th episode of How Are You? Really? Now I'm your host Nick. So this time around I couldn't really find a good quote on hoarding disorder so instead I've decided to tell you a quick story about two brothers who are probably the most famous hoarders of all time. So sit back and enjoy this little, this little story. It's about Homer and Langley Collier. Alright, this story is from mentalfloss.com. So the Collier brothers have been the subjects of movies, plays, and even a recent novel. Following their parents' death, the brothers withdrew from society and divided their time between their families Manhattan and Harlem Brownstones. As the brothers became more and more reclusive, Rumors began circulating that the houses were filled with riches, and so the brothers set booby traps to protect their valuables. Then, one day, a neighbor called the police complaining of a pungent odor. Inside the Harlem Brownstone, police found Homer Collier dead. His corpse was amid tons of junk, including an early x-ray machine, the jawbone of a horse, and bundles upon bundles of newspapers. His brother, Langley, was nowhere to be found, and a nationwide manhunt was conducted. Weeks later, however, when half the brownstone had been cleared of 180 tons of junk, a worker discovered Langley's decomposed corpse buried beneath a stack of newspapers. It was ultimately determined that Homer died of starvation when Langley, who fed his crippled, blind brother, was crushed to death under what else? A bunch of junk. So, as I'm sure you can guess, we are discussing hoarding disorder. So, just a little note, all the following information comes from psychiatry.org. So, people with hoarding disorders excessively save items that others may view as worthless. They have persistent difficulty getting rid of or parting with possessions, leading to clutter that disrupts their ability to use their living or workspaces. Hoarding is not the same as collecting. need to say that right now. Collectors look for specific items such as model cars or stamps, and may organize or display them. Individuals with hoarding disorder often save random items and store them haphazardly. Okay, so that's, that's the difference between the two. Either it's organized and thought out, or unorganized and just lacking complete thought, really. Or, really, I guess... An abundance of thoughts. Really an anxiety, right? But anyway, we'll get to that. In most cases, they save items that they feel they may need in the future, are valuable, or have sentimental value. Some may feel safer surrounded by this, these things that they save. Hoarding disorder occurs in an estimated 2 to 6% of the population and often leads to substantial distress and problems functioning. So, let's talk about how this is diagnosed. Some specific symptoms for diagnosis include 
lasting problems with throwing out or giving away possessions regardless of their actual value. The problems are due to perceived needs to save the items and to distress linked and and their distress is linked to parting with them. Items fill, block, and clutter active living spaces so they cannot be used or the use is hampered by large amounts of items. And if the living spaces are clear, it's due to help from others. So a questionnaire assessment may be given to the client to help assess the level of functionality or lack thereof. Or mental health professionals may also speak with friends or family to help make a diagnosis. Some individuals with the illness may recognize and acknowledge that they have the problem accumulating possessions while others may not see a problem. In addition to the core features of difficulty discarding, excessive saving, and clutter, many people with hoarding disorder also have associated problems such as indecisiveness, perfectionism, procrastination, disorganization, and distractibility. These associated features can contribute greatly to their problems functioning and overall severity of the disorder. Animal dis- oh, excuse me. Animal hoarding involves an individual acquiring large numbers, dozens or even hundreds of animals. The animals may be kept in an inappropriate space, potentially creating unhealthy, unsafe conditions for the animals. So what are some causes or risk effects or oops, excuse me, risk factors for hoarding disorder? Currently, it is not known what causes hoarding disorder, but researchers have been able to identify a number of risk factors. Hoarding is, a, is common among individuals with a family member who has also had a problem hoarding. Brain injuries have also been found to cause hoarding symptoms in some patients. A stressful life event, such as the death of a loved one, can also trigger or worsen symptoms of hoarding. Hoarding disorder is also associated with distinct abnormalities of brain function and neuropsychological performance distinct from those seen in individuals with OCD or other disorders. These symptoms of hoarding usually start in teen years. The average age of onset of first symptoms is 13. If not treated, hoarding disorder tends to be chronic often becoming severe, excuse me, often becoming more severe over decades as more and more clutter accumulates, which causes more and more dysfunction. So what, what are the treatment options available for this disease? Treatment can help people with hoarding disorder decrease their saving acquisition and clutter and live safer, more enjoyable lives. There are two main types of treatment that help people with disorder, uh, with hoarding disorder. Cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, which again comes into play for pretty much every disorder if you haven't been following along. And medication, again another common uh, perpetrator. 
During CBT, individuals gradually learn to discard unnecessary items with less distress, diminishing their exaggerated perceived needs or desire to save these possessions. They also learn to improve skills such as organization, decision-making, and relaxation. For some people, medications are helpful and may help improve these symptoms. So, I am... No, this was a pretty quick one, but that is going to wrap it up for Hoarding Disorder. I want to thank you guys all for listening. And if, as always, you can uh, please, please feel free to reach out to me um, with uh, requests, suggestions, or any other sort of feedback that you may have via the social medias at Nick Moon, pretty much on everything, or... You can email me directly at howareyoureallynickmoon at gmail.com. So the next episode, we are going to be discussing sleep disorders. So this one has been heavily requested. So that one will be coming up next. So look look forward to that. And, as it, and again, not to continue to reiterate myself here, but thanks for listening and Nick out.